Welcome to Behind Business Trends Nuka Edition podcast, powered by Hashtag Mall Network. I'm your host, Tanisha Irvin. This podcast spotlights trendy consumer brands in the Chattanooga, Tennessee area, and is sponsored by Colab. So if you need help getting started or scaling your business, visit www.colab.co and schedule your first wayfinding meeting with a team member today. Today, we are here with Ms. Felicia Jackson. She is the founder and inventor of CPR Wrap. Welcome, Felicia. Thank you for having me today. It is a pleasure. Welcome to Behind Business Trends Nougat Edition. We look so forward to learning more about you. So shall we get started? Let's get started. All right, so where are you from originally? Are you from Chattanooga? I am homegrown. I was born and raised uh, here in Chattanooga. Yes. Awesome, and um, what was your childlike experience? Oh, it was a loving family. Uh, I am the only girl of three boys. So I'm telling you, I mean, it was every day was a circus in our house. (laughs) Uh, My family, uh, they were not business people. They were hardworking individuals that took care of family and it, they instilled so much in myself and my brothers growing up. Do you have a most memorable moment from your childhood? Oh my goodness, I do with my brothers and it's funny, I probably can't tell the, uh, tell that here, but uh, for my family, we always did everything together. And I always remember on Thursday when my daddy got paid, on every Thursday, we always had family time and we normally went to a wrestling match. You okay. know, so, I mean, those memories were instilled, you know, about family and how important family is. Yeah, family time is the best time. Oh, it is. Definitely. Did you attend a college or university? And if so, what did you, what did you attend? I did, I did. Uh, after graduating high school, I attended Chattanooga State Community College. Uh, and after that, uh, I got my degree in physical therapy assisting. And then I wanted to go a little further. And I went to UTC in Chattanooga for about a year. How much do you think your college experience shaped your adult life? I would say a lot. Um, I I will say, in a sense, I kind of lived a sheltered life because a girl with three boys, you know, they were really, really protective of me. And so it wasn't until after I got into college that I was able to experience um, relationships uh, with other people uh, that went to college with me. And, learning how to fail, you know, because those classes were hard, you know, and having to rebound and and know that I can, if I work hard enough, I can achieve anything. Okay, so we're we're gonna get started and talk about CPR rap, but before we do, do you have any hobbies outside of your business? Yeah, I I like to people watch, you know, uh, (laughs) I hope I'm not the only person that likes that, but yeah, I love to sit back with a a nice uh, Merlot uh, and just enjoy the day with my family. So are you like at a park where your people watching? Where do you do this? I can watch anywhere. I mean, I can watch on my front porch. I can watch, you know, I want to watch in Paris. I mean, that's my ideal place to watch people. But uh, yeah, anywhere, anywhere that there's people, I'll enjoy. Do you think that you were inspired to be an entrepreneur at a younger age? Or is that something that happened later in life? Right. I will say later in life because uh, entrepreneurship, uh, that was like adverse. You know, for me, I, I tell people, you know, when you know, the schools where they have sales, where your child has to sell something from the catalog. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't do that. My husband and I, we'd buy whatever it was in the catalog so we wouldn't have to go sell it, you know, for our children. So I think being an entrepreneur, uh, that was something that was thrown into my path. Uh, I did, did not ever think that I was gonna be an entrepreneur. 
Well, look at you today. Look at you today. So when did you start CPR rap originally? Right. So uh, I started CPR rap after an incident with my son, which was the concept came a little bit after. I mean, that was in uh, the year 2002. And uh, being a medical person, you know, I knew that I was going to live and die working in the health field. And uh, my son almost choked to death. And I was CPR certified, worked in the hospital uh, for several years. And I could not react. You know, my baby was literally dying and I couldn't do anything. And so my husband saw that I was panicking. He stepped in, saved our baby's life. And from there, I went on to invent CPR rap. But I'm also a procrastinator. And that took a few years after that incident before I even came up with the concept. Wow, I bet that was very scary very. to see your child. How old was he? Two years old. Oh, he was a baby. He was he was my baby and, and my, my only son. Yeah, you never know what you're going to do in instance like that. You hope that you can react, but you never know. And I'll never forget that day. Okay, so that, tr that kind of kick-started the idea that there needs to be a quick solution when, when, when it's time to perform CPR. Right, 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 right. I started looking because I work in the hospital. So I'm around my peers. I'm around doctors, cardiologists, respiratory therapists, and, and being a mother, because I was on both sides of the spectrum. And so I would see CPR being performed, but it's totally different when it's someone that's really close to you. And so I'm thinking- Because you were in shock. I was in shock, yeah. literally. You know, you, it's that fight or flight. And you, you know, you see in a movie when people just stand still when something's happening, you say, run, run, but they can't move. That actually happens. You know, now I can see, you know, and, and I can actually relate. And, uh, but instead of uh, giving in to my fear, I actually did something about it. Yeah, so that incident inspired you to create your brand, CPR Rap. Um, and so bring us up to speed with from, from the, the time that you had the choking incident to the time CPR really got off the ground. What year was that? Right. So, so I'm a procrastinator. So from the time that my son experienced his choking incident, 2002, uh, it took five more years uh, before I started even thinking of the concept again. You know, I'm a, I call myself a serial inventor, but it's like I never follow through. And I just kept thinking about something, some, something has to be done. And my thoughts and my inventions come to me in my dreams. I never realized that before until CPR rap. And I had a dream. I saw somebody receiving CPR on the street and I honed in on what that was on their chest. And I wake up, I wake up, cause I keep a book by my bed, traced what it was I, what it was I saw so I wouldn't forget. Mm -hmm. And uh, I sat on it for another few years and I just couldn't stop thinking about it. And that's, when it started to interfere with my everyday life and my job was when I started to act on that. So you were thinking about it so much that you couldn't like focus at your job. It was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I, I give a hundred and I give 200% on everything that I do. Right. And it's like, wait a minute, you know, I can't, I'm supposed to be treating my patient. And here I am thinking about this product, this invention. Let's, let's act on this. Yeah. And I did, yeah. So that's when you know it's time to move. It's time to move. Yes, yeah. yes. So what's the message behind CPR rap? So the message behind CPR rap is uh, it's about empowerment. You know, it's about getting up and following through. You know, it's okay to be scared, but when it's somebody's life hanging, I mean, like right there between life and death, you really do need to react. And we don't. 
And I started getting the statistics on how many people, you know, children, men, women die every year that can be possibly saved. And I'm thinking, man, you know, I want to be a part of the solution. And, and so CPR rap, you know, we want to empower every man, woman and child to save a life and be saved. So explain to us, for those who haven't seen your, um, I guess, your device, apparatus, uh, how, how do you ex explain how it works how, and how to, how to use your product? Right, right. So CPR, I wanted to be simple. So simple a nine-year-old can use it. So it is a, a template, an all-in-one template from head to torso, and it has a one-way valve mouth barrier. So if someone goes into cardiac arrest, you take this template, put it right on top of them, put the barrier in their mouth, and the chest part just lays on the chest and it has visual cueing because I mean, some people can't read. So I wanted them to be able to look at the product and follow along. So it has the hand placement so you know exactly where to do compressions and simple CPR instructions embossed right on top of the wrap. So when you put it on a victim, you should know exactly how to do CPR. Wow, very thoughtful. You know, every step of the way you've really thought it out with the pictures and how simplistic it is to use in a in a very dramatic situation, right? So is it true that you also have this product for canines? I do, I do. Because those are like people's kids and yes. loved ones too, right? I didn't even know you could perform CPR on an animal. Just like a human. Really? And I have a funny story. So I'm working in the hospital and I have a, a table where I'm showing people my human CPR wrap. Right next to me is a paramedic who has a dog. He's simulating CPR on a dog, showing people how to do it. You would think people would be in my line wanting to save the life of a human. No, they're in the line next to me wanting to know about the dog. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm on to something. So, yeah, it's, it's crazy. People love their dogs. They really do. They really do. They do. Um, what product is the best seller for you? It is our child. It's our child uh, with our adults coming in close second. You know, the child is ages one to eight and the adult is ages nine and above. Um, they're, they're close, they're hand in hand, but it's our child. Okay, and um, what would you say separates your product from the competition? Right, so our competition is the basic mouth barrier. And you know, you've seen those with a little keychain you may get after having a CPR certification. Mm -hmm. um, and, our, and it shows you the rescue breathing, but CPR wrap shows you the whole CPR instructions, you know, from, from start to finish. And then you also have the other CPR products that are, we call them pneumatic or battery operated, which means they have the voice activation. You know, it may fit in the palm of the hand. It doesn't tell you how to do, you know, rescue breathing. It's all about compression only because those are some new steps to CPR. But I'm thinking, you know, what if you, there's a drowning? You're going to have to do rescue breathing. What if it's a child? They're going to need rescue breathing, right? I want you to be able to perform the entire steps of CPR. Don't leave anything out when it comes to me and my family. I love how you think it all through. Yeah. You make it so, and that's why it stands out and why, you know, you separate yourself from the competition. Are there, um, I guess there are different variations of the product because you have it for a child, you have it for an adult, and you also have it for canines and I guess felines too. Well, that's, that might be coming. Someone asked me to do one for horses. So I'm thinking, well, we're not there oh, wow. yet. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I said, well, let's do the dogs first and see how that goes. <laughs> so is your product available in different cities or is it only available in Chattanooga? Oh no, this product I knew was going to be a global product. So, you know, we're home based here in Chattanooga, but 
it sold worldwide and I love it. And we just started manufacturing our, our wraps in Spanish. I'm very excited about that one. Yeah. Nice. So do you know how far your product has been shipped? Um, man, I do. Um, Turkey, uh, we've Jakarta, Indonesia, uh, Chile, parts of Latin America, and Africa. How exciting is that? I can't even imagine. I mean, I, it's, I still can't believe it. Yeah. You know, something that I invented. Little old me from Chattanooga, Tennessee, something I invented is being used worldwide. It's unreal. So talking about inventions, so you're, you're an official inventor, a, a patent inventor. Yes. How does that feel? Woo, that is, it's, it's unreal. I've been waiting on that patent for four years. Four years. Four years in the making. In, four years in the making. They were backlogged at the uh, USPTO. And you know, when I finally got that letter, when I finally got it in the mail, it was like, yes. You know, I am. I always call myself a, uh, it's like a, a hidden figure, you know, from the movie. <laughs> uh, a hidden no more. You know, right, that's what we right. are. You know, now people can look and say, hey, she's done it. You know, she's a patented inventor of a product that's used worldwide. I can do it too. That's amazing. And the patent helps you stand out from the competition. It gives you rights to it. Explain to us who, who aren't in the like inventor world, how important that is. Yeah. That uh, certification. Yes. Having your intellectual property is very, very important because that gives you the right. If someone was to infringe, you know, on my patent, go out and try to make a knockoff of CPR rap, I can go after them. And not just here in the United States, but globally, because I have my, uh, I call it a PCT which means that um, I'm protected in other countries as well. Um, so that just gives me the right to say, hey, cease and desist. You know, this is, <laughs> this is my thing here. This is yeah. my, my this is invention. This my baby, yeah. Yes, yes. Do you have any more inventions? I know you said you were a serial inventor. Yeah. So are you still coming up with inventions? All the time. All the time? All the time, because I learned to listen to myself. Because there's some things, it's like, I. You can see that they're doing great. And it's like, I thought of this 20 years ago or 10 years ago. Uh, so I learned to listen. And if it's something I want to act on, I know how to do that, you know, through the patent process. And what is your role right now within CPR Rap? Right. I'm still um, majority uh, owner, uh, founder, CEO, house cleaner, <laughs> um, everything, any and everything right now, just to, to make this company scale to what I think it can be. Do you have any other employees? I do. I have uh, one employee who's also my daughter. She's awesome. Uh, she stuck with me through the good and bad times of COVID. And um, yeah, she's a keeper. What was the biggest challenge that your company has had to overcome? Mm, so many. Uh, and, it, and it varies depending on what stage my company was in. Because in the very first stages, which carries over to now, it, 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 that never ends, was capital. You know, I couldn't find anybody to, to invest mm. in my company. I couldn't find any, no one in my family had money. We don't come from money, yeah. you know? So I had to beg, borrow, I won't say steal because I'm not a thief, but you know, I had to uh, find money where I could, mm -hmm. you know, to, to get the product made. Yeah. You know, a lot of African-Americans really struggle with trying to find capital for their, for their business because, you know, like you said, we don't all the time come from a line of, of wealth where we can, you know, Hey, uncle, let me borrow $20,000, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. He's trying to borrow it from me. I don't have it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, kudos to you for sticking at it because a lot of people would have given up, but you, you kept after it. And now 
I mean, you're doing great things worldwide, globally. Yes. Um, so as, as a founder, are you aware of your strengths and weaknesses in terms of running your business? Oh, yes, I am. I tell people the Felicia four years ago is not the Felicia that I am today, all because of my awareness, you know, and my ability to accept, you know, who I am. You know, it was like I had imposter syndrome, like in massive quantities, you know, because I didn't feel like I could do anything. You know, I always wanted to do everything myself. I didn't know how to delegate, you know, but now I do. You know, I know I'm not an accountant. I'm not a lawyer. You know, I don't like sales, but I have to do it anyway. So I know how to delegate that to the people that are experts. And I do it givingly. I'll do it. You yes, know. it gives you gives you your peace back, right? Right. right and right. your time. And my time. And your time. Good for you. Um, how important has the role of mentors mm. played or continues to play um, in your life and in your business? Yeah, big, 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 big. Um, that was something I knew early on that I needed. Um, and I always tell people, get you some mentors, some advisors, some people that are team you because you're going to need it. And my mentors and advisors, they have helped me tremendously along the way. Some of them have even stopped me from doing something detrimental where I would not have been the owner of my company. Wow. Any longer, yes. So yeah, good counsel is, is great. Yes, yes. Good mentors. What is one thing that you would tell someone that's watching or listening right now that's trying to get their business off the ground? What piece of advice would you give to them? Yeah, uh, I guess that would be twofold because I have something for business and something specifically for health. Um, and we already touched on the business part is to, you know, you can't do this alone. There's no such thing. You can start something by yourself. But if you want to grow and follow through, you're going to have to have somebody in your corner mm -hmm. to help you because you don't know everything. And uh you know, they can stop you from making some bad, bad mistakes. So definitely have mentors and advisors and your health. That's key because you cannot run your business from the grave. I had to make my business part of my KPI. I'm still learning, mm -hmm. you know, because, I, you know, I, I don't like going to the doctor, but uh, I know it's You're needed at times. You're in the health field. <laughs> I know, right? I try to heal myself first. Uh, but yes, you know, there's been times where I tried to go when I knew my blood pressure was stroke level. But I wanted to go and, you know, be a keynote somewhere because mm -hmm. I promised somebody that I'd be there. You I know, and that superseded my health and it can't. You have to put yourself first. Great advice. Great advice. Um, as a black female founder, have you found it difficult or have you found it pressure to be successful in a male dominated industry? Yeah, I have. I have. You know, and I think that's something that's ongoing. People are acknowledging that, you know, it's something that's still around, you know, uh, in a male dominated, you know, because a lot of them, as far as um, investment, you know, they don't get the concept, especially if it's something feminine wise, you know, you have to to make sure they get what you're talking about. And sometimes that they won't invest because they don't understand. Or in my uh, experience, when I had a male counterpart with me, uh, whenever we walked into the room, no one acknowledged me. They acknowledged hmm. my male employee. So, wow. Yeah. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. That's all I can say. <laughs> with um, COVID-19, how has that changed the way your business operates? Right. So just like every other business here, you know, and globally, uh, it really um, it really affected my company. You know, I had to move my home base back to my home. Um, I lost 
some of my employees and that hurt a lot because once you start becoming a business and you grow and you grow from one to two to three, you, you become like family. And in a sense, I was losing my family. And, uh, and I had to take it all in. I had to go in. I had to pivot because people weren't buying. They were buying toilet paper and water. You know, that's what, that, that's what essential was. You know, even though life and death, there's no season on life and death. People are going to die. People are living. And, you know, we need practices for that. So my product was needed. And I could understand why people were not buying my product. So I had to rechange, you know, change the way I was talking to people to try to educate and let them know that we were still here. And I guess... What would you say if you had to give advice? You've, you've been able to shift and pivot during a pandemic. You've been able to uh, survive in a male-dominated industry. What give, give someone insight on what an, a successful morning routine or daily routine is for you. Right. So my daily routine is probably not a, not a healthy one, but I'll tell you what my routine is. I, I don't sleep a lot. So, cause I forever, I'm forever thinking dreaming, about my problem. So how you don't sleep? I, right, I don't. You know, <laughs> the two minutes I do dream, uh, sleep, I do dream, is rather funny. Um, but yeah, I get up, um, and now I'm starting to compartmentalize what I need to do. Like if I need to check my emails, you know, I do that. So you know, a designated time. Mm -hmm. If I want to do strictly sales, I have a designated time for that. And my assistant, who's my daughter, uh, she blocks off one day a week for me. And it's like, you don't do anything. You catch up on the things you need to catch up. No meetings, nothing. And she had to force me to do that. That was weird. And I'm the mom. So, yeah. <laughs> How's that working for you, though? She's amazing. Yes. It's amazing, yeah. I love it. So um, please tell us, and this is what I want to hear about. Please tell us about your recent awards, any kind of winnings, honorable mentions, accolades. What do you have for us? Yes, yes. Oh, so recently I had a pitch. Let me let me take it back a minute. Uh, I pitched to something called Start Engine with Kevin O'Leary. He's a shark from the Shark Tank. And I pitched with some phenomenal multi-million dollar companies. I'm thinking, wow, wow, I don't belong here. But we actually won crowd favorite unanimously out of wow. thousands of people that were watching. Congratulations, Felicia. Thank you so much. That was amazing. And we also won... Um, uh, Tennessee Titans uh, Titan Up competition where we are official sponsors of the Tennessee Titans for a whole entire year. Wow. On a national level. That's, That's major exposure. That's major. Major. Yes. I'm excited. Maybe the NFL can pick you up and you get, you know, all right, you know, we're That's here. Right. Yes, anything's possible. Um, and I thought I did a little research before I came here and I saw something with Master P oh, talking yeah. about your products. Please tell us about that. I forgot about Mr. Percy. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, uh, he did a review on my product, uh, Master P Reviews. I mean, he does something where he uses his platform to highlight entrepreneurs. And he reviewed my product and it was just unreal. I mean, he has billions of followers. So it's, uh, yeah. Did that you know that he was going to review your product? Actually, there's another entrepreneur uh, here in Chattanooga that had his product reviewed first, uh, Tech Touch. He's amazing, Gable. And, and that's what I love about Chattanooga entrepreneurs. If something works for one, they're going to tell all of you. Mm -hmm. So you can get in on it too. Yes. And that's how Master P saw my product. That's amazing. That was here recently too. I saw that on, on Facebook and Instagram. It was all over the place. So 
wow, that's, that's a, a way to really make a splash and get your brand and stuff out there. So what is the, the vision for CPR Rap in the future? I say world domination. Yes. Mm, and I mean it. <laughs> I mean it. I don't mean it to be facetious or anything. Uh, I know this product needs to be in every home, in every school, every car. It needs to be everywhere. And I'm the person to do it, and it's going to get done. I like it. And what does legacy mean to you, if you had to define it? What is legacy? Oh, my goodness. Legacy, um, is, I think it's not all about uh, providing wealth as monetary to your family. It's being able to pass on something to your children, to other people. You know, if it's not my company, then it's how I do things. I always say that I'm a roadmap not just for my children, but for other people, young and seasoned, that want to do something in their life, you know? And that's my legacy, to be the best person that I can be for others to emulate if they want to. I love it, Felicia. I love spending time with you and learning more about your company. It's amazing, you're an inspiration. I'm not an inventor, but just as a woman, as a mother, I'm inspired by you. I can be accused of being a procrastinator as well when it comes to things. So I love to hear that, you know, through it all, it paid off and you're winning. And I, and I love that. So for our people that are watching, that are tuned in today, that are listening, how can they um, order your product? If there's a, a CEO right now that's like, I need this in all of my, my stores, um, how can they get in contact with you? Right. Uh, directly through our uh, email, uh, www.cprrap.com. You can buy it right off of our site and we do bulk. You know, I want to get this in the hands of everyone. So you call us, reach out to us and we'll work with you. I love it. For all our viewers listening and watching, you will receive a 10% discount on your next purchase with CPR Wrap. All you have to do is visit www.cprwrap.com and use the code hashtag mom for a discount on that next purchase, a 10% discount at that. Felicia, thank you so much for joining us today and being our, our special guest for our last episode of Behind the Business Trends. Thank you so much for, for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, for more information, please follow Felicia at CPR Wrap on social media. Thank you to all our viewers and listeners for tuning in to the final episode, episode eight of Behind Business Trends Nuga Edition, powered by Hashtag Mall Network. We thank you so much for tuning in to every episode. And yes, this is our final episode of season one, but there is more to follow. So be sure to follow us on social media at Behind Business Trends for upcoming news on season two. I'm your host, Tanisha Irvin, and I'll talk to you soon this summer. Peace and love.